Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is Wednesday afternoon, and we are already halfway through the week. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us. A lot to talk about today and a lot of fun. And I I guess the, the big news is, in the past, we have taken the classic Christmas song, poem, whatever. We have taken the classic Christmas uh, story, Santa Claus and His Old Lady by Cheech Chin Chong, and we have cut that up. And we've played segments of it as bumper music going into the breaks. Well, I decided today we're going to play it this year. We're going to play it in its entirety. Because, you know, you kind of miss something when it's, when it's, when it's broken up. And, and, you know, Cheech and Chong, they were stoners. And I, I, I find this interesting. And this is one of the things that I love to do on the show is to put things in perspective. Santa Claus and his old lady, it's a story for you Zoomers, millennials, and and Xers. It's a a story about, well, it's about Santa Claus. Uh, It's about the real Santa Claus. And this was something that, like, baby boomers were laughing their asses off at. It It was a story, a Christmas story, that was actually reflective of the baby boomer generation. Now, not everybody in the baby boomer generation smoked pot, but a lot did. And, and this, whole, this whole story, Santa Claus and his old lady, is based on the baby boomer generation. That generation today is so critical of young generations that even though things are different, in the context of those times, Santa Claus and his old lady was outrageous. And so we're going to play that in its entirety about 325 this afternoon. And also, we have yet to play the Hanukkah song, Adam Sandler. And Hanukkah continues, and we wish um, a good yontif to to all of our uh, Jewish listeners, and I hope you're having a a wonderful Hanukkah with your family and friends. And so we're going to play the Hanukkah song uh, later this hour with uh, Adam Sandler. Also, Mayor Cantrell is going to deliver her State of the City address later today. So what do you think Mayor Cantrell should include in the speech, the State of the City? What state do you think our city's in? I don't mean Louisiana. I mean, like, you know, like state, like the, the general, um, the general ambiance of, of our city. So, so what should be in the state of the city? And I, I think we can be positive about that, too. Also, Hunter Biden, um, is, is he going to testify? He showed up today on Capitol Hill and said uh, he's not going to he's not going to testify or, or answer questions at a secret hearing. Why do Republicans want the, the meeting to be secret? Does anybody know? I mean, why wouldn't they want that to, to be open and in the public? Unless, unless something's not fair about it. I, I, I don't know. 
And then, you know, the push to impeach uh, President Biden, uh, that continues uh, today. Also, yesterday we did not get to this, but we will get to it today. What states curse the most? And is cursing a good way to relieve stress? Does cursing play a role in our lives? Or is cursing like totally unnecessary? Is cursing the manifestation of less intelligence? And, and also we'll talk about some of, the, some of the substitution words that are used for curse words. You know, like um, freaking instead of, you know, the other word. Also, uh, there's a new study that shows that more adult kids are moving out of their parents' home. Uh, more adult kids are not moving out of their parents' homes or they're moving back in to save money. And this was in our news yesterday. And I thought about an interesting aspect of this. If, you're, if your adult kids are living under your roof, is it okay if they have an overnight guest? Is it okay if your adult kids have sex while living at home? And is it okay for your daughters as well as your sons? I mean, it's an interesting topic. I mean, you're, you're an adult kid, you know, and uh, instead of having your own apartment, you're living with mom and dad. Uh, are things loose enough for you to be able to have sex if you're living at home? We'll talk about that. Today, Taylor Swift is 34 years old. And we have a little bit more on the controversy of Taylor Swift's jet and spending so much time in her jet, which we talked about a little bit yesterday. And where does New Orleans rank? I mean, certainly it's in the top 10. Where does New Orleans rank among cities on the list of cities that are most fun in America? And then also on the the Scooter on the Air rock culture calendar, and we're going to do this uh, next hour. On this day in 1999, BMI... Uh, which is, uh, uh, they, they monitor music that's, that's played, that register music. BMI published their list of the most played songs on American radio and TV in the 20th century. And we're going to count down the top five in the 2 o'clock hour. Every one of these, I mean, look, there's some good songs, but every one of them is just really, you know, I, I mean, they're good songs, but overall they're, they're kind of wimpy. I mean, I was really surprised that the, the songs most played on American radio and television in the 20th century. Anyway, we've got the top five. Uh, you decide if they're a little bit wimpy, and we'll have that uh, coming up in the 2 o'clock hour. Ian Hoke is our senior producer, and he is at the controls in the other studio. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon to you two as well. Happy Tay Day to all who yeah. celebrate. Yeah, t- what is Tay Day? Well, it's Taylor Swift's birthday. Oh, Tay Day. Okay. Tay Day. Tay Day. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, I wanted to get this out of the way right away. I was listening at home this morning to Newell, who was out at the uh, Toys for Tots drive, and my smart speaker in my living room, which has never done this before, but it's playing the commercials louder than it's playing the program, which yeah. is it, which is a complaint that we get occasionally, not often, but it does come through sometimes. I have not been able to replicate that here at the station or at home, hmm. but it happened to me this morning at home. And I wonder if I could just do a very unscientific poll of listeners who are listening on Alexa or Google or whatever you have at home or in your kitchen or your workplace. If the commercials are too loud, if they're louder than the programming on this station, would you text me and let me know that so I can try to get an understanding of how big this problem could be? Because there is not like a formal way for me to know that. Like if you make a complaint about that, that information goes to corporate. 
I, I would like to know. I'm inserting okay. myself in that workflow. So if you listen on a smart speaker at home and the commercials are too loud, send me a text and tell me what you're listening on. Is it Alexa? Is it Google? Is it just the stream on the website? Something else? I want to know. Okay, before we get to uh, SOTA Money Trends with Battery Bank uh, here on WWL's Wednesday afternoon, before we get to that, let's just get this serious stuff out of the way because, again, we're going to play Santa Claus and his old lady in its entirety. Later this hour, we're going to do the Hanukkah song. We've got a list of the, uh, the, the top five songs most played on radio and television in America in the 20th century and just a, a lot to get to. So anyway, let's get the serious stuff out of the way. Hunter Biden is defying a congressional subpoena from GOP investigators looking into his his business dealings. Three Republican panel chairmen insisted Biden appear today for a closed door deposition. I am here. But standing outside the Capitol, Biden insisted he will only testify in public, blasting a months long GOP effort to pursue an impeachment inquiry by trying to tie his business dealings to his father. There's no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. We have accumulated mountains of evidence that's concerning. House Oversight Chair James Comer says the committees are happy to have Hunter Biden testify in public, but only after a private deposition. Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan says Biden could face a contempt of Congress charge if he does not cooperate. When Congress asked you to come, you're supposed to come and, uh, and come and testify. Sagar Magani, Washington. All right, Hunter Biden also had more to say outside the Capitol about uh, what he he says are baseless political attacks from congressional Republicans. I am here to testify at a public hearing today to answer any of the committee's legitimate questions. Republicans do not want an open process where Americans can see their tactics, expose their baseless inquiry, or hear what I have to say. What are they afraid of? I'm here. I'm ready. They have taken the light of my dad's love. The light of my dad's love for me and presented it as darkness. They have no shame. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. I don't understand why there is such a push to have these hearings behind closed doors. Why can't it be public? You and I should have a right to know, right? CBS News' Catherine Herridge says um, she's got a little bit more information on the tax and gun charges that Biden is already facing. The part of the indictment that really stands out to investigators is the fact that special counsel David Weiss calls Hunter Biden a, a lobbyist in the document and then goes on to uh, detail his work with that Ukraine energy firm Burisma, also CEFC, the Chinese energy firm, among others. And it's a very strong signal that the special counsel is looking at this uh, issue of FERA, which is the Foreign Agents Registration Act, and whether Hunter Biden took appropriate steps to register if he was acting on behalf half a foreign interest. I think it's worth drilling down on his statement that his father was not financially involved. Uh, it feels a little lawyered, uh, and I think that's important given the earlier testimony of his former business partner, uh, Devin Archer, who testified that Hunter Biden did get his father on speakerphone when he was with business associates, and he said they were calls about the weather, and that signal was enough to be powerful. Let's get to the truth. 
Also, this is a really interesting uh, case. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear a case that could upend hundreds of charges stemming from the Capitol riots January 6th, including all of those against Donald Trump. The high court says it will review an appeals court ruling that revived a charge against three defendants accused of obstructing an official proceeding, referring to Congress's certification of the 2020 presidential election. That's among the counts Trump faces in special counsel Jack Smith's case, accusing the ex-president of conspiring to obstruct the proceeding and to overturn his election loss. The appeals panel had acted after a lower court dismissed the charge against the three defendants. The high court's decision to weigh in on the obstruction charge could threaten the scheduled start of Trump's trial in March. Sagar Magani, Washington. Yeah, I mean, it seems like if if we allow people to break into the Capitol and do all of that stuff, I mean, what would stop Democrats from doing that? Uh, So we don't hold people accountable any any longer? And I I realize that a lot of people uh, empathize with the uh, political agenda that those who uh, were breaking into the, the Capitol uh, carried with them. But still, I mean, you break the law, you break the law. Happy birthday today to Taylor Swift. T.S., 34 years old today. And we'll talk a little bit more about her um, her jet. I saw a picture of the, the inside of the jet. Oh, yeah, she's got a nice bed in there. I would say it's a, a full-size bed. It doesn't look to be quite as big as a, a queen but she's got a nice bed in in the in the plane, and uh, you know, yeah, she takes the long trips. She got actually she has two jets. One is for the longer trips, and one is for the shorter trips. Anyway, happy birthday to Taylor Swift. I'm Scoot. We'll be right back on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It is Wednesday afternoon. It's time for SOTA Money Trends with Metairie Bank on WWL. And John LeBlanc is the CEO of Metairie Bank. He joins us live on the show. John, good afternoon. Happy holidays. Same to you. John, so Metairie Bank is, is going to be uh, posting some, some warnings about uh, beware of fraud during the holidays. And this is a real help to, uh, to consumers uh, because there's a lot of fraud out there. Sometimes it involves um, tugging at your heart by making it seem like it's a really good, uh, good charity. 
Absolutely. Unfortunately, you know, the holidays are, are times when, when we uh, feel called upon to maybe be generous and, and maybe do some uh, things that maybe we wouldn't normally do. And there's people out there that want to prey on, on that uh, trait. But, you know, one thing Metairie Bank is all about, and you mentioned this briefly, I think, in your intro, about the most fun cities for Christmas. And we think that um, if you can't have fun in New Orleans, if we're, we may not be on the top 10. <laughs> I would think we should be. But if you can't go out and enjoy this city, something's wrong. And we encourage people to go out, enjoy the city, have fun, um, but be careful. Yeah. Be mindful that there are um, fraudsters out there and you need to um, use some uh, common sense and maybe some uh, analytical skills to, to get yourself through it. But we think we can provide, you know, a few tips for people during the holidays that that may be helpful. And John, where, where, where will these warnings about fraud during the holidays be posted? Excuse me. Uh, well, we're going to have them posted on our website at okay. metairiebank.com. Uh, we're going to share um, these tips with uh, anyone that uh, would like to go visit the site and, and take a look at them. Okay. But there, there's four real simple ones. And, you know, the first one is uh, really directed towards people that may be out of town um, traveling for the holidays. Maybe you're going to go see your friends and family. But if you're going to be out of town for an extended period of time, consider contacting the post office and asking them to hold your mail until you get back. Mm -hmm. um, that's a real easy one to do, especially if you're traveling. There's another one that's, that's interesting, and uh, they mentioned it yesterday on Newell's show, and I've had a few customers mention it to me. And it's a service called Informed Delivery from the U.S. Post Office, where you can get an email every morning that will show you a picture of every piece of mail that's coming to your house the next day. Wow. So if you're out of town and you're expecting uh, maybe a check from your great aunt and you see it coming, well, maybe you can have the neighbor go over and pick up your mail. Or, or maybe it's a small package or something that you're having shipped through the U.S. Postal Service. It's a great service. It's free. doesn't cost anyone anything other than maybe a trip to the post office to sign up but really really great uh uh tool especially if, if you do still receive a lot of uh things via the u.s mail so that's an easy one um the other one is just to be mindful about your personal information where it gets shared at and where you're sharing it particularly we want you to be aware of the Wi-Fi that you may be using, particularly in in public areas like uh, airports. Airports are a terrible place to use Wi-Fi. Uh, they lack security, and you're transmitting information that may contain, I don't know, your account number, uh, address, whatever it is. Be careful. Yeah, that's, that's good advice. Because a lot of people do check stuff, you know, at the airport. Absolutely. Try and use a secure uh, Wi-Fi connection whenever possible. Um, another one is we're big believers in supporting the community locally as well as local charities. Um, it's a great time to give and, and to support um, philanthropic efforts in the city. But, again, be mindful. Make sure it's something that you've heard of before. Um, if you're not familiar with it, 
maybe ask family or friends. Again, there's unfortunately people out there that want to take advantage of us during the holidays and our generous spirit. If you're not familiar with it, ask before you give, uh, particularly if you're going to use a debit card or a credit card to, um, to make a donation. So do a little homework. Uh, we want you to be generous and, and think of others, but um, do a little homework on the, on the uh, cause before you. Yeah, John, uh, you know, one thing I've noticed with, with that is, is anybody, any, any charity that is too quick to try to get your information right now, if they can't wait, if they can't send you something in the mail or let you check on it, that, that's, that's suspicious to me. Absolutely. I, I think the key to all of these tips, Scoot, is to just be a little more, have your, your antenna up a little more during the holidays. Just um, be skeptical and, and protect yourself. Yeah. And I think the last one we have here is um, be careful of phishing attempts, whether they're coming through emails or text messages. I know this morning I had two text messages on my phone from companies I have never heard of, and I deleted them right away. But mm-hmm. um, if you receive an email or a text message that you're not expecting, delete it. Unfortunately, there are some text messages that will look just like they came from Amazon or UPS. Yeah, they're creative. Uh, you it. Go ahead. The scammers are creative. They are creative. The key is, though, when you... If you do open it and it asks you for any personal information, it is a scam. Delete it. Get out of the email text message. Amazon's not going to ask you to put in your personal information. UPS is not going to ask you to put in your personal information. So, again, if you're not expecting it, delete it uh, and don't worry about it. If you've opened something and they ask you for personal information, delete it right away. And let's remind everybody, John, that, that Metairie Bank is offering this to, to, to everybody. Uh, and this is part of uh, Metairie Bank's commitment to the community. And I, I've often talked about how Metairie Bank gives uh, gives to the community that, that surrounds uh, the Metairie Bank area. And uh, this is another example of that. So, you know, this information is available to, um, to, to everybody. Just go to the website, metairiebank.com. Go out there. We'll have the tips, and, and there will be a, a few more than uh, I went over today. But at the root of it all is just just be aware during the holidays yeah. and, and be cautious. You know, I remember and more than anything. Protect your personal information. Yeah. It's it's the modern day equivalent of, I guess, what cash was thirty years ago. The you most know, important thing you have is your yeah. identity. When I was young, I remember banks used to promote Christmas clubs. Does that still go on? It it does. It sure does still go on. Really? To uh, a much lesser extent than, yeah. it, than it used to. But absolutely, Christmas clubs are still a thing. It was a big deal. You know, you put a little aside during the year, so you've got this like this, this money to, to uh, spend on, on Christmas presents. It's kind of like just a little side savings account. Oh, absolutely. We still, we still have a few of those. Um, <laughs> it, they're just not as popular as they yeah. once were. Interesting. All right. Well, John, we will talk to you uh, before uh, before Christmas. But in the meantime, happy holidays and thank you so much for the, the information. Well, well, thank you, Scoot. I have to ask in case I don't catch it. Did yeah. we make the list of most fun cities? Yes, we did. We're in the top 10. We're in, we are in the top 10. I mean, how could we not be in the top 10 of the most fun cities in the country? 
I don't know. If you can't go out and enjoy the city right now, um, you're not yeah. trying very hard. Boy, I know there's there's so many like the the um, uh, the, the Ritz Carlton and then the historic Roosevelt. Uh, just the lobbies of these hotels are just so well done, and just go in and out of the the hotels, and and it really it's so decorative. A lot of fun. Enjoy the holidays, the right. scoot, and uh, same to all your all your listeners. All right, John, Thank Mer- you. Merry Christmas. All right, again, remember all these uh, beware of fraud warnings uh, and this information. It's on the uh, Metairie Bank website, metairiebank.com. Okay, let's check in with Ian Hoke with a couple of your text messages. I want to thank everyone who texted in with the response to my informal poll. Uh, People are experiencing this problem. It's not an insane number of you, uh, but it's more than I'm comfortable with. So I've collected those responses. I've sent a nice email, and we're going to see if we can get that taken care of. You know, I remember years ago, and I don't know, maybe it's still going on today, but uh, there, 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 there was a lot of talk about on, on television, the commercials were louder right. than the regular programming because mm-hmm. a lot of people would get up during the commercial They're to out of the do room. something. Yeah. And, it's, and so, you know, they start uh, shouting at you when you're, uh, when, when, you know, if you, if you might be walking out of the room. Yeah, I, d- I don't think this is like a, a policy of Odyssey's uh, because we only started getting an increased number of mentions about it like in the last couple of weeks. But we've been streaming for 10 years and I've, you know, been watching the whole time. The do feedback the, do we the, get from the audience. From a technical standpoint, which I know very little about, did the commercials come from a different source than the programming? I mean, technically, y- yes. But okay. if, if you're listening on a radio, everything gets smashed together and equalized before it comes out of your radio. But I don't think that that happens on the stream, so you have to be a little bit more particular with what you put into the stream feed than what you put into the on-air feed, if that makes sense. And we probably shouldn't go any further until we get Danny Miller or Ernie Kane in here to guide the conversation. I would love that. Um, here's a text that says, uh, okay, we'll start out with some of this Hunter Biden stuff. Here's one that says, hey, Scoot, to answer your question, depositions are usually confidential, and they don't become public record until they are entered into court. Okay. So I guess there's a legitimate reason for that. I, I mean, I simply ask the question, why? Because I, I want this stuff out in, in, in the open. I want this stuff out in, in public. I, I, you know, I'd, I'd rather things not happen behind closed doors because there's so much secrecy and so much maneuvering behind closed doors that I'd rather everything, regardless of the party, be out in the open. Texter, it sounds like you know what you're talking about. Follow up with us and let us know if that's only for, uh, you know, like law enforcement depositions that you'd be doing, you know, in a courtroom or police department. I don't know that a, a congressional, yeah. like a judiciary committee works quite the same yeah, way. Yeah, that but, might be an exception. Uh, here's a text that says, Hunter will use the excuse that he cannot testify at the congressional hearing because it would affect the tax case being pursued by Weiss. Okay. Um you know, again, look, if if Hunter Biden has done something wrong, I, I, I'm just I'm, I'm tired of hearing the name with no action. And, and so, you know, bring it on. But, you know, even people uh, on Fox and Friends and, and there are a lot of Republicans and conservatives who have really questioned the motive of going after Hunter Biden to this degree. I mean, look, the guy's life is a Charlie Foxtrot and, and, and as a result of a, a addiction. And so he admits that. But if he did anything illegal and if his dad was involved in it, man, they, they okay, bust him. That's fine. Here's a text that says, Jim Jordan wants to hold Hunter in contempt of Congress. Wouldn't that be the pot calling the kettle black? <laughs> Somebody needs to buy Jim Jordan a, a jacket. Like, how dare you, dude? He never like, wears you, a jacket. You defied a congressional subpoena. Yeah, he did. Like a year and a half ago, he was subpoenaed by the January 6th committee, and he just said, no, I'm not going to do that. And now he has the moxie 
to come out on the steps of the Capitol building and say, well, you really not me. Well, you subpoena you. You have to come in. It's illegal. Like, Jim on, Jordan man. is one of those guys that kind of has that um, toxic masculinity mentality, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and he thinks he's a he thinks he's a tough guy, but he's I don't think he's really that tough. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, OK, moving on to now what we spoke with. Uh, John LeBlanc about this text says Christmas time is also prime time for porch pirates. Yeah, they're especially noxious. I have a solution to this, but I see that C4 is on indefinite back order from Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it would be uh, really nice if we could teach those, uh, those those people a lesson because that's just that's horrible going up and just you know stealing somebody's uh, mail off the porch. And and I know that some cities uh, really work hard at trying to track down on the porch pirates. I'll give you two more quick ones. There's uh, This one says, Hey, Scoot, I've been a fan of yours for decades and have always appreciated your intelligent, incisive commentary and reasonable thoughts. Even though I sometimes disagreed with you, keep up the good work. Hey, I appreciate that. And, and happy holidays and Merry Christmas to you as well. Uh, here's a text that says, OMG, the Christmas club at the bank, 5th <laughs> District Savings. Scoot, you took me way back. <laughs> I, I I know Christmas club, it was a it was a big deal. And, and I remember when I, I first got married, I, I remember that like the, the, there was a whole idea, you know, you put your money in the Christmas club. It, it was like a side savings account and you put in a certain amount every week. And, and then you'd have your money to spend on uh, Christmas. Yes. Cool. All right. If you want to join us with a comment about anything we talk about this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Coming up out of this break, we are going to play in its entirety the Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler. I'm Scoot on the air, and uh, we're coming back with more. I found this really great version of a song that we're so tired of hearing, but here's a different version, a cover. I kind of like it. If you're tired of the Mariah Carey version, this is My Chemical Romance. All I want for Christmas is you. It rocks. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. All right, on the Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar, we wish happy birthday today to Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent, 75 years old today. And uh, I'm sure he's polishing his gun or his bow and arrow or or something like that. Hey, listen, I, I want to take a moment to uh, criticize myself for criticizing Representative Jim Jordan. Because he doesn't wear a, he, he doesn't wear a coat, and and quite often he's in a you know in a house panel on a house panel, and he's got his sleeves rolled up, and I, I know this guy was like a, a college athlete in, in in wrestling, but his his body language always shows that he's really more interested in what everybody is thinking of him than actually asking questions. Like when he asks a question on a panel, he's looking around the room to see who's looking at him. Well, you know, um, I really think that he's not, he's not always looking at the, um, at the, the person he's, he's questioning. So he's, he's kind of a showboater. But anyway, I don't want to criticize his personal style because in a way I have my own personal style and I applaud anybody that has their individual style and while I think it, uh, it's not something I would do, uh, if uh, Jim Jordan has an image of not wearing a, a, a jacket, a sport coat, or something like that, and that's his image, that's cool. Also, um, remember, Dick Van Dyke actually early in his career worked at WDSU, Channel 6, here in New Orleans. All right. Um, cursing. Is cursing cathartic? Does it kind of help you in tough situations? Or is cursing just the results of a less intelligent mind? We'll talk about that and what states curse the most next on WWL. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.